As you guys and gals know, there's no other sport like hockey, from the fast tempo to the fights to the highlight real plays. And the only thing that can make it more exciting is by betting on it. By understanding the details of each team and game, you can turn that knowledge into cash with MyBookie.ag. Nobody gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie has the best payouts and better odds than any other sportsbook. I wouldn't be telling you this if they weren't the best. You can risk a little or you can risk a lot on as many games as you want. If you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $100, you receive an extra $50 free money to play with. Deposit $200, you get an extra $100. You, you get it. Just use promo code THPN to activate this offer and take advantage of this. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, and you get paid. Kings fans, and welcome to episode 39 of the Kings Den, as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. We have a ton to talk about in episode 39 of the Kings Den, but as always, before we get started, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the Kings Den THPN. Follow me, your host, Jordy Cunningham, on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube for all of our video footage at the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube. And don't forget to check us out on Patreon for just $1. Just $1. You can find all our exclusive bonus content. You know, all 31 teams here at the Hockey Podcast Network are going to do two episodes a week, but we do a bunch more collaboration and bonus episodes right on Patreon, Pacific Roundtable, any of uh, the divisions keep doing roundtables, so definitely check us out on Patreon. Just one dollar, you can get all our exclusive bonus content. Episode thirty-nine of the Kings Den. The Kings are still on their road trip, but breaking news that came out Wednesday night. It came out Wednesday night after I recorded already, so it was not a part of last Thursday's episode. The trade. We got to talk about the trade first. Your LA Kings, the first. The first trade piece to fall in what was expected. We've talked about it. The trade deadline's coming up. The LA Kings are going to be making trades. They're going to be making trades. They're at the bottom of the league. They want more draft picks. We know this. I like this trade. Rob Blake called, has been in conversation with the Leafs for a while, and they finally pulled the trigger. Kyle Clifford and Jack Campbell to the Toronto Maple Leafs for more and a 2023rd rounder. And a 2021 conditional draft pick. I like this trade a lot. You get more draft picks. And there are players that you knew that you were going to let go of. Campbell, I was a little surprised at. But hey, the Leafs need a backup goaltender. They do. And Campbell's uh, someone that can absolutely do that. I've, I like him as a goaltender. I really do. And 
he is someone that I thought might have stayed, but I totally understand because Cal Peterson's going to get his chance now. We're going to get to that in a second as well. But, man, the Kings just got to shout out Kyle Clifford, man. What a fourth-line grinder. What a career in L.A. He played his whole career in L.A. until this trade. Had the assist on the Stanley Cup clinching goal in 2014. Like, he put his heart and soul into the Kings organization, and it's one of the tough pieces to see go, but he did it. It's done. The trade has happened. Clifford and Campbell to Toronto for more, a 2023 rounder and a 2021 uh, conditional draft pick. More, I think he's going to fit in. He's another young guy. He's an L.A. native. He grew up a Kings fan. He's excited to be wearing an L.A. Kings jersey. He's got only three goals and two assists this season. He was an undrafted free agent in 2016. But there's also some chemistry that's going to be coming along the pipeline here because, as you remember, the Kings made the trade with the Leafs last year, the Jake Muzzin trade. So there's some chemistry between GMs here making trades. And Moore and Grunstrom won the Calder Cup together with the Toronto Marlies in 2018. They have chemistry together, so maybe they can use that, and that'll be a future piece for the LA Kings with Moore and Grunstrom playing so well together and having that chemistry together. I think that could definitely happen for sure. Moore is so excited to play in LA. He, he, I think it was time, even though he's a young guy, I think it was time for a change of scenery for him. There's some, there's some big names that you're not going to be, that you're not going to blow past on the Leafs. And I, and Moore is still a young guy and he's, he's, like I said, he grew up a Kings fan. He's pumped to play in LA. He's an LA native. He's pumped to have his friends and family there at most games. He's going to be, he's excited to be an LA King. And I'm excited that the Kings got him. He's going to be another young piece of the puzzle in Los Angeles. And I think it's a really good move for the LA Kings. This trade again, Kyle Clifford and Jack Campbell to the Toronto Maple Leafs for more, a 2023 rounder and a 2021 conditional draft pick. And of course, the uh, move that the LA Kings had to make after this is goaltender Cal Peterson got called up after the trade. Cause of course they needed a backup goaltender. And I, I actually love this. I think it's time for Cal Peterson to get more experience. He has, what, 10 career games, something like that, before the call-up. He's going to be a full-time backup now for Jonathan Quick. I think him and Quick are going to split the games a lot late in the season. I know I said that earlier in the year that I thought Quick and Campbell were going to split the games, and they didn't really do that. But I really think that Peterson's going to get quite a few games in the second half of the season here. I think him and Quick... I think like Quick's a great mentor for a young goaltender like Peterson, and I think it's going to be really good for Cal Peterson to get this experience because he, he's possibly the future number one of the LA Kings. Quick still is under contract for a few years, but you never know what could happen. And that's just the first trade that's been made. There's going to be a ton more. There's going to be, I think, Toffoli's going to go. Martinez is going to go. Those are the big names everyone talks about. Those, those two going, Martinez and Toffoli. And I think that's going to happen. I really do. I, it's going to happen eventually, whether it's a deadline deal or what, but those those players will get traded and maybe more as well. There are other a few other contracts that could be gone in, in L.A., and we'll just have to wait and see. The Kings, they're going to want more draft picks. They're up to nine draft picks for the 2020 draft now, but we'll just have to wait to see what happens over the upcoming weeks. And for all your latest information, as always, don't forget to follow this at the Kings Den. Don't forget to follow on Twitter. Instagram, everything, the Kings Dan Hockey Podcast Network, we will have all the information for you. Like I said, the LA Kings still on the road, on their trip. They lost 5-3 to to the New York Islanders in Long Island 
on Thursday night. But before we get to that, I want to talk to you about my friends at Cool Hockey. Since 1999, CoolHockey.com has been the number one online source for purchasing and customizing officially licensed NHL hockey jerseys in North America. Quality is just as important to them as it is to you, and that's why they ensure that every product that leaves their doors is done to the exact specifications of the NHLPA. Cool Hockey stocks officially licensed NHL products from Adidas, Fanatics, Reebok, and CCM, and has such in their 1,500-square-foot state-of-the-art production facility in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, to ensure the most authentic customization possible since they don't outsource jerseys for customization like their competitors they're able to deliver the best quality pricing and delivery time on all of their products cool hockey staff live and breathe hockey and it shows in their work find out why coolhockey.com is the number one source for nhl jerseys online cool hockey is committed to providing every customer with a high quality product that is hand stitched by professionals since cool hockey does not outsource any jersey for customization that means their jersey can be customized and shipped to you faster than any of their competitors and cool hockey jerseys and customization is officially licensed by both the nhl and the nhlpa cool hockey takes pride in making you just look like the players on the ice www.coolhockey.com once again i will tweet out the link because i think i forgot last time i will actually do it this time definitely check out our friends at www.coolhockey.com and if you spend 219 dollars or more use promo code thpn for 20 percent off check out coolhockey.com you're like kings 5-3 loss to the new york islanders on Thursday night, Trevor Moore did not make his debut for the Kings. This this is another tough pill to swallow for the LA Kings. Like we said, it's been a tough schedule of late. This is a tough, tough road trip they are on. And this was another tough pill to swallow. Again, this is a tough road trip. They lost in Washington. We talked about that last episode, the Alex Ovechkin show, because like, it's crazy what he can do. Then the 5-3 loss on the island... It, it was tough. They blew a, they blew a 2 nothing lead and a 3-1 lead again. That just can't happen. It's tough. It's just tough. They, they outshot the Islanders 33-25. Ben Hutton, his third of the year, made it one nothing. It was a, a defensive breakdown and a bad change by the Islanders that led to the goal to make it one nothing. And then uh, Iafalo made it 2 nothing Again, another bad defensive breakdown, a really bad turnover for the New York Islanders, but the New York Islanders, they're not a bad team. They won't go away. It was two to one. Uh, the Isles cut it in half, made it two to one. And then three to one, Lewis with the goal, a great pass by Amadio on a horrible turnover by Noah Dobson. And honestly, you see a goal like this, this gives you hope. I know it was like the fourth line doing it, it was Lewis's goal, but this was an NHL play right here. This is what good teams do. I was, I loved this play. It was a bad turnover, and it was boom, 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 pass, pass, pass in the back of the net. That Good teams do that. I know the Kings aren't a very good team, but you see spurts of when they are good, and that was a good play right there. That was fun to watch. But then a few minutes later, Lewis was caught on a, Lewis got caught on a bad breakdown, ended up in the back of the net. It was 3-2. to two. The 3-3 goal came less than a minute later. Or so it's 3-2 going into the third period. And then the LA Kings allow a goal for the game to be tied at three less than a minute into the third period. That can't happen. The Isles, they score late in the thir- in the second, get some momentum, making it within one, and then they score first minute into the third period. That can't happen. They tie the game right away in the third period. That can't happen. That was tough. 
That was tough. Uh, the Isles came with the pressure in the third period, and despite the loss, Jonathan Quick stood on his bleeping head in the third period. I don't care what anyone says. He was the best player in that third period. He was unbelievable. He was really, really good. Uh, like, there's not much to say. He was really good. The 4-3 goal, you can't blame him at all in my mind. He stood on his head. So the 4-3 goal, he makes a save, and it goes to the, to the far corner. He doesn't know where it is, but that wasn't his fault. If you watch the play, it's not his fault at all that he doesn't know where it is. And it was Kiefer Bellows, I believe, with his second career goal. He had his first career goal and his second career goal in this game. That was from an impossible angle. It was, I know it was an open net, but it was from it was like from the red line. I don't know how he put that in. That was a super impressive shot. I know it was an open net, but I don't care what anyone says. Jonathan Quick stood on his head in that third period. He was good. I don't care what, again, Jonathan Quick was good in this game. I don't care what anyone says. You say, oh, he allowed four goals on 25 shots. Well, he's, if you watch that third period, he played well. He played really, really well. And an empty netter made it 5-3 to three in this hockey game that your LA Kings lose five to three. So after that, oh, a couple more things about that. Actually, there was a good fight in this game by Alec Martinez and Sadikis. But on actually, no, I want to talk about this. This, this was bad. This was bad in my mind. Martinez was just trying to get his team some more momentum, but it was at a bad time. In the third period, they, it was, I don't remember exactly right now. It, it was either when it was tied or when they were down by one. Alec Martinez fights Casey Sadikas to try to get some more momentum for the Kings. It's like 10 minutes to go in the third. Alec Martinez, you are the second best defenseman on this team behind Drew Doughty. The Kings need you out there. They absolutely do. The Kings need you out there. That can't happen. Alec Martinez, you have to be smarter than that. I know you're one of the better defensemen on this team, and you're about to get traded and bring the Kings a lot in terms of picks or players, but man, that was bad. I totally understand trying to get your team more momentum, but you got to be smarter than that, in my mind. You're the second-best defenseman on this team. The Kings need you out there, 100%. All the credit to Casey Stikas for getting you off the ice for five minutes. Honestly, that made me mad. That made me really, really mad doing that. Like I said, I totally get trying to get the momentum, but that was pick your battles. Pick your, pick a better time, man. That was bad. That was really, really bad. The early Kings were also 46% in the faceoff dot in this game. And here's what I'm saying as well, looking at my stat sheet in front of me here. I said quick sit on his head. That's because... Uh, in the quick soda said on the in the third period, the Islanders had 16 shots in the third period. They came with the pressure. They came with the momentum. They wanted this game more than the Kings, and they showed it. And Quick did everything he could to keep them in the game. The tying goal, you can't blame him. The go-ahead goal, you can't blame him at all. He had a great, great third period in my mind, and it's just unfortunate that he couldn't get the win. Also, another note about this game is Carl Grundstrom up to almost 15 minutes 
in this game. Head coach Tom McClellan put on some more confidence in him, which I love to see. I think that's awesome. I think that's gr- uh, I just love that. I love that the young guys are getting more of a chance before that. And then on to New Jersey. They had a day off. On to New Jersey. Your LA Kings losing 3 to nothing to the New Jersey Devils on Saturday night. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about our friends at Puffy Mattresses. Rated America's most comfortable mattress, Puffy provides the ultimate sleep to thousands of custom of customers nationwide. The Puffy Mattress is an all-foam mattress with a medium firmness level and outstanding pressure relief. Low-density memory foam makes for an exceptionally soft sleeping surface. Lightweight sleepers and side sleepers will appreciate the bed's cradling support, which balances comfort with proper spinal alignment. Check out our friends at www.puffy.ca. Now, before... Before the game, before the game against New Jersey, and it, uh, Trevor Moore made his debut with the LA Kings. He didn't play against the Islanders. That was a smart move. I know the Kings are on the East Coast, so the travel was short, but that would be a lot of games and a lot of days. The Kings are playing three out of four. That's That was the start of three out of four games, and Trevor Moore played two games already during the week, so he did not play that game. He made his NHL debut against, or sorry, he made his Kings debut against the Devils on Saturday night. But before we get to that, I just want to read some quotes about Trevor Moore being traded because I think they're really interesting getting back to the trade here for a second. But it was right before his Kings debut. He was asked for his reaction on on the trade and he said I mean I was pretty shocked I guess you never kind of see it coming right when I was told I was traded obviously I was a little bummed but when he said it was to LA it gets a little better I get to go home and be close to my family something I haven't been able to do for a long time I'm looking forward to that and that's awesome like I said earlier he's an LA guy he can't wait to play in front of his friends and family he also got asked about leaving a team that's in a playoff race but gaining an extra opportunity because he is a young guy, like I said. It's just his fourth NHL season. He's been making his way around. He's been up and down over the last few seasons. And he said, the Leafs are a team that's making a push right now and they've got a good core. I like those guys there and all that, but at the same time, personally, this could be a better opportunity for me. They obviously have a lot of talent and stuff and guys and guys who are solidified there. Maybe here, I'll get a, I'll get a bit more opportunity and move up. And I totally agree with that as well. Trevor Moore is a guy, he was struggling with the Leafs because of how talented they are. He just couldn't make his way up. He needed a little bit more of an opportunity, and he's going to get that with the LA Kings because everyone should be getting an opportunity in an LA Kings jersey right now. Absolutely everyone. Because this is a young team that needs to get better and better and better. He also said that Moore, he was an LA guy. He grew up an LA guy, of course, was a hockey fan. And he grew up watching Luke Robitaille and then Kopitar and Doughty. And now he gets to play with them. And he said about that, he said, I think, I think the guys you mentioned there are so important to California hockey and growing the game. Looking at when I started playing hockey in California now, it's grown so much. And I think those guys did a great job. I'm looking forward to learn from those guys and keep building. And that's, that's great. That's like, of course, it's so cool that he got to watch Doughty and Kopitar during the cup runs as a fan. And now he gets to play with them later in his career. And he also... Growing up as a Kings fan, what he said about that was, yeah, I was a Kings fan for sure. I'd be lying if I said this wasn't special for sure. It's it's special. It's the team that I grew up that I grew up watching. We had season seats where I got my love for the game. To put this practice jersey on here today, it's been a part of this. It's real. It's awesome. So of course you got to practice before the game against the Devils as well on the on the day off between the Islanders game and the Devils game. And he got asked about the 2012 Cup because he was, of course, just a fan back then. And he said, it was very special. Obviously, you grew up a hockey fan and a Kings fan. But for them to win the Cup with those guys, it was really, it was pretty special. 
and the reporter also asked him, did you get a chance to go to any, any of the games in 2012? And Moore said, I did. I can't remember what game it was, game five or something. My parents gave me the tickets and they waited outside. They're pretty amazing people. That's a memory I'll, I'll never forget. So obviously, Trevor Moore is very, very excited to be a part of the LA Kings. And Kings fans, be happy to have him because he's going to be a player for the LA Kings in the future, hopefully pretty soon. Because I, I think he's going to put up numbers. I think... I Like I said, I love the Lazat-Wagner-Kempe line, but I think Moore could maybe be a fit in with one of them as well. I think Lazat's been playing great of late, and I think that him and Moore and Lazat could have some chemistry, but we'll definitely wait and see what happens. And I also think Moore and Grenstrom should play together. Like I said, they won the Calder Cup together. They have chemistry together. They could be line mates as well, and I definitely think that could happen. I know Grenstrom's playing really well with Carter right now, but just wait and see what happens. And when I say play really well, I mean well to an extent because the LA Kings did lose 3-0 to the New Jersey Devils on Saturday night. A tough loss. Moore made his debut. Peterson got his first start of the season. And I'll be honest, this wasn't a great game. There, there's not, I'll, be, like, I'll be honest, this was kind of a pretty boring game. There wasn't much to talk about. Your LA Kings, it was 0-0 after the first. They allow three goals in the second, and that was it. That was a 3-0 loss. There was no goals in the third. It was a 3-0 loss. Peterson did not play poorly at all in this game. Head coach, he just had no run support. The Kings are struggling to score right now. Obviously, we know that. And head coach Thomas Lillen after the game compared the goaltender Cal Peterson to a pitcher last night. He said, you can, he said, any pitcher in baseball, but he said the star pitchers in baseball can throw nine innings, allow one run and lose the game. If you have no... Cal Peterson had no run support. It was like he was like a pitcher with no run support last night. You can't score if you don't win. And Cal Peterson didn't play poorly. He was he challenged the Devils all night. Head coach Thomas Lullen said it as well, and you can see it when you watch the goals. None of the goals were really his fault. It's just defensive breakdowns. It's unfortunate, but it happens. And again, you can't score if you don't find the back of the net. Tough loss for the LA Kings as they lose three nothing to the New Jersey Devils. On Saturday night, your New your LA Kings are back in action this afternoon against the New York Rangers. We will t- we will be talking about that on episode forty of the Kings Den, and then they have a couple days off. They travel home, have a, have a couple days off. This is a light week for the LA Kings. As this is a light week for the LA Kings, but get your popcorn ready for Wednesday night. They play against the Rangers on Sunday afternoon. We're recording this on Sunday morning. They get to travel back to L.A., take a couple of guys off, get some practice. And then the Calgary Flames on Wednesday night. Doughty versus Kachuk. Three this season or four this season? One of them. And it's going to be a grind. It's going to be a battle. It's the fourth matchup between them. It is going to be fun to watch. Doughty versus Kachuk, round four of the season on Wednesday night. And then another two days off. It's just one home game. L.A. Kings. Two days off, they play Calgary another two days off, and then they play Colorado on Saturday night in Colorado. That is the stadium series game outside. That is going to be a lot of fun to watch. LA Kings got an outdoor game, the stadium series. They're going to be wearing those those jerseys with the chrome helmets. Like I said, the chrome helmets are sick. That'll definitely be something fun to watch next Saturday night for sure. And then they have another two days off, and then they're in Winnipeg. And then the onslaught of home games starts, the 15 and 16 
home games, which is insane. An insane amount of home games. But that's what's coming up for the LA Kings. Again, uh, they lose 5-3 to the New York Islanders. They lose 3-0 to the New Jersey Devils. They're in action today against the New York Rangers. We will talk about that on episode 40 of the Kings Den. And then this upcoming week, they take on Calgary and Colorado. One more thought before we let you go for episode 39 of the Kings Den. A little bit of AHL talk quickly. As I love when guys stand up for themselves. And you know, a couple weeks ago, we talked about Boko Amama, the Kings prospect, and Brandon Manning of the Bakersfield Condors, the Edmonton Oilers uh, prospect, how Manning got suspended five games for a racial slur that he said to Amama in the game. Of course, like I said, that can't happen in hockey. That can't happen anywhere. There's no space in the game for that. There's no space in life for that. But this is their first game back facing each other since then. Manning's suspension is over, obviously. And Amama said, I can't do this. I need to take care of this on my own. Amama stepped up for himself, fought Manning, beat him up. Amama had the Gordie Howe hat trick in the game, a 10-3 win for the Ontario Reign over Bakersfield. And that's a huge game, kind of like a, hey, screw you sort of thing. I'm going to get you back sort of thing. So shout out Boko Amama for stepping up for himself against Brandon, Brandon Manning, getting a goal, getting an assist, and fighting Brandon Manning. Just a quick little update I wanted to touch on there because I thought that was a great show of character for Boko Amama to step up for himself because he could be a player for the LA Kings in the future as well. You just, you just never know. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 39 of the Kings. And this was a lot of fun, a lot of good things to talk about. It was fun to talk about the trade and there's going to be a lot more to talk about, a lot more to break down over the next coming weeks because the trade deadline soon. It's just in a couple weeks. It's real close. Thank you so much again for listening to episode 39 of the King's Den. As always, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the King's Den THPN. Don't forget to follow me, your host on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy. And don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet for all your hockey podcast needs. Don't forget the King's Den has their own podcast feed now. So definitely check that out. All the podcasts are at the Hockey Podcast Network or at the King's Den on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget to follow us on YouTube at the Hockey Podcast Network. Don't forget to follow us on Patreon for just $1. You can find all our exclusive bonus content. Don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, review, share. Share us with your friends. You know, there's we have, what is it? 33, 34 podcasts, one for every single team. And then, of course, Tales with TR and Ice Analytics. And we're working on more. Definitely check them all out. Check them all out. And when you like, rate, share, subscribe, review, more people see it. Share with your friends. We have 33 podcasts. Someone's going to like at least one of them. So definitely check them out. And of course, as always, yeah, check out podcasts all around the Hockey Podcast Network. And of course, Tales with TR and Ice Analytics. They're great. Definitely check them out on wherever you get your podcast apple spotify soundcloud wherever we post all the podcasts everywhere definitely check them out thank you very much for joining us for episode 39 of the king's end we will check you on thursday for episode 40 we'll see you there